Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where we teach Christian entrepreneurs how to build a strong foundation of faith, growth, and skill to lead and thrive on purpose in life and business. And now, here are your hosts, certified coaches, Elizabeth and Sebastian Richard. Thanks for joining me on the Thriving on Purpose podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about how a scarcity mindset will destroy your team and business. So a lot of people hear the term scarcity mindset, but they don't really know what that means. Uh, We always talk about scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. So I'm going to give you Uh, a few pointers how to avoid having a scarcity mindset and depending how you were raised or uh, you know what what your family was like oftentimes you will either inherit a a scarcity mindset or you might be um, living in an area where there's a lot of scarcity because there's less opportunities maybe there's less uh, provision so that can um, that can encourage a scarcity mindset. So it's it's really important to get rid of because in your business, um, your business can't thrive unless you have an abundance mindset. And a lot of people believe that they can only have an abundance mindset when they have plenty of everything, right? So they think if you have a lot of provision, a lot of uh, resources, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of people around you helping you with your business, then you're going to flow in abundance and you're going to create wealth. For example, when we talk about having an abundance mindset, when we talk about giving to the poor, so the Bible talks a lot about giving. And uh, when you study uh, different people out there that have success in their businesses, a lot of them are philanthropists. A lot of them are very generous people. And I do know some very successful people around me and I've noticed the same thing that they are very very generous people so they they oftentimes have a heart a generous heart to give to those that have less so it's really important to to see that you know even if you don't have a lot of wealth at the time that you're starting your business um, it's really important that God sees that you're a cheerful giver and that you do try to give to those that really do need and you know I mentioned money but it could be different things it could be sometimes something that you have in your home that somebody else needs that you don't really use Uh, that can be a way to to give and uh, that that way of thinking instead of just keeping everything for yourself whether it be for money because you're scared to lack anything or or maybe it's something that you keep in your house that you don't really use, thinking, oh, well, one day I might use it. All those behaviors are um, behaviors of scarcity. So we, we tend to do these things, and they've been part of our lives for so long sometimes that we don't even see that we've been attached to these things because we're scared of. And um, early on in my, in my marriage, um, when we got married, we had a lot of things that were given to us from our from different sides of the family and uh, I had noticed that I had tend I tended to do that a lot I tended to keep a lot of stuff that I didn't really use that I was given because I was always saying to my husband well 
someday I might use this, someday I might use that. <laughs> and my husband made me realize after a couple of years, it's like, you never use this thing. Like, why are you keeping it? You know, somebody else can, can use that. Somebody else would be happy to have it. And uh, I was kind of operating in this mindset that, you know, if I got rid of it, then when I need it, I wouldn't have it. And I was always like operating in fear of not having enough. And, you know, I was raised that way. My, my dad had a, a scarcity mindset and he kept a lot, a lot of stuff in the house and, uh, and my mom too. And so they kind of, you know, it kind of went on me like this mindset I, I adapted. And a lot of us do tend to take these mindsets from our parents because they teach us, right, how to think about money. They teach us how to spend or, or be generous. or So that's really important to, to look at all these different uh, aspects of how you feel towards money and how you feel towards giving. You know, I, I knew it was really funny because... Um, one of my friends had a very good position and she had a lot more money than I did uh, a couple of years back. And uh, every time I'd listen to her talk, she was always scared about lacking and she was always scared about not having enough. And yet I knew by her position that she was making a lot more than I was. And yet she was scared to like go out to the restaurant and buy herself a burger once a week because she could use that money to do something else that, you know, was going to give her more of whatever in her, in her home. And so, you know, people will decide how they're going to spend their money. You know, she preferred, uh, you know, spending crazy amounts on natural products for, for herself and, um, you know, I preferred going out for a burger once in a while. So, you know, like we all use our money differently and we all think about money differently. And so that's another thing that I want you to pay attention is to who you surround yourself with. So when you're, whether you're building a team of um, people, you know, to, to work with or whether you're hiring people um, or maybe, you know, you're, you're surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs, other people that you're wanting to do masterminds with. Um, it's really important that you always surround yourself with positive people that see the glass half full so that you can get this, you know, that attitude, that mindset can rub off on you because you'll notice that these people that are much more successful than you are will oftentimes not be a, as attached to their wealth and they'll have more of a um, positive mindset they're able to create wealth in their mindsets because they've learned how to create wealth out of nothing right so for them it's no big deal to to recreate wealth and see different ways of creating wealth that probably ideas that you never thought were possible will just pop up in their heads so when you are in a, a scarcity mindset all you see is what's in front of you and you you can't see more opportunity and you can't see the glass half full sometimes. And that's the danger because that's when your business doesn't grow. You're scared to spend where you should be spending money and you're scared to invest in yourself because, you know, you could you should be using your money to do this in your business instead of in, investing in your personal growth and things like that. And that could affect your your business tremendously. So 
having an abundance mindset even with yourself when it's time to to invest in yourself is really important so that you grow as an entrepreneur so that it helps you to see differently and um, increase your your abundance in your mindset as well and um, you know when we're talking about teams there is also the the like as a leader if you have a mindset that teaches people to be um, you know kind of like miser when it comes to money and you know don't do this and don't do that and save on this and and always in a scarcity kind of mindset then that will produce fear in people that will uh, teach your teammates to kind of be paranoid when it comes to money and spending and um, you know um, my my husband was working in a company where he had noticed that as well in the sense that um, he had worked for a boss that actually had such a bad scarcity mindset that um, he was afraid to give a little more time to employees or, you know, had to calculate everything like from the minute that they walk in the door, like all their, like everything that was calculated was overly exaggerated as if it was his own company. And it was such a, a scarcity mindset and it, it just made everybody in in the in the team, everybody that was working for that person, really, really miserable because they just felt like they had no um, independence to do anything, that they, they couldn't be trusted. Uh, you know, everything was watched like they were watched like hawks and everything. So um, it really created a fear mindset and it really... Uh, made people not feel like working for him and they didn't feel like um, they were going to grow and and you know like he was influencing them in a bad way you know so it's really important as um, an employer as somebody that has a team that's a leader to really uh, try to you know encourage your uh, employees encourage the people that work with you on your team to be generous um, I thought it was really, really nice. And one of the network marketing companies that I had worked for, um, that I'd worked with, uh, one of the, the ladies was extremely generous with her money. And she create, she did all kinds of different things, all kinds of different opportunities for her teammates to really feel like they were part of a culture and her um, part of her team that was going to bless other people. And she was, uh, you know, doing all kinds of different things in different countries to uh to build some some uh, revenue, to build some income, to, to be able to give to those people that were less fortunate to really give back. So it wasn't just signing a check. She she actually took a plane and went there and represented her, her team. And um, I thought that was a really nice thing because the girls were able to see how their money had invested in those lives and what the what did that look like? Not just signing a check and saying, okay, we're giving, you know, uh, I don't know, $5,000 for this and that, and it's going to give them that, 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 and, and that's it. It was more, it was, the connection was deeper. They felt that they were really part of something, even if they were from a distance, because she actually went there and she um, showed them what that looked like. She actually filmed a few videos and showed them what their, how much their money blessed those people and showed the faces of those people that were blessed by the income that came in. So as you know, when, when your leader does something like that, you really feel like you're part of something bigger 
than just, you know, oh, I'm making money and she's making money because I'm making more sales and this and that, right? So that's uh, just an example of how you can create um, an abundance mindset and show generosity for um, your teammates. And, you know, we, we think automatically abundance, we think prosperity, we always think money, but uh, an abundance mindset is also in your time and your the way you, you share your time and your words of gratitude towards uh, your teammates, towards the people that you work with is really important as well as a, a kingdom entrepreneur. Sometimes, you know, some people that you work with may just need to uh, sort out some things, personal things, or maybe they just want to confide in you and they want to know what to do about a certain thing. Uh, that they're dealing with, um, either personally or maybe it, it ha it's work-related. It's important to be generous of your time so that your uh, teammates, your peers can feel like they can come to you and talk to you about different things. And um, and that's going to that's gonna show in your team as well how they're going to be strengthened by you as a leader and um, how they will have that... Um, attitude towards other people and their team because we reproduce what we see our leaders do right so if they see that you're generous with your with your time and that you're somebody that they can talk to and that can help them with whatever it is that they need help with they will do the same as well when they're strong they'll they'll be able to help other people on the team as well so it's really important to not have the fear of lack so the fear of lack you know can can tend to make people very competitive, um, you know, seeking for the next promotion, wanting to almost backstab the other person in the back to get it, will want to um, get more attention from the leader because they're feeling that there's not enough of that, um, of that uh, gratitude or, you know, maybe not gratitude, but um, when you show those words of appreciation and you make people on your team feel um, valued and appreciated, there le there's less of that lack to have that specific title or to have that certain position. So it's the, really the key is to make everybody feel that everything that they're doing in that position that they're in is you know fulfilling what your requirements are and that they're going above and beyond and to give that recognition, to give some incentives so that everybody feels that they're winning. So uh, oftentimes in teams, uh, we notice, like everybody notices, you know, the people that are making the most money, those that are bringing in the most customers, nobody really needs to broadcast it, people see it, right? And it's important that we acknowledge this because they are working hard. But it's also important to uh, find words of appreciation for even those that are trying hard and maybe not doing as well but that they you see that they are motivated and are trying hard to give them some words of appreciation and a few incentives once in a while that can really motivate people to to move forward and do more right um, and one thing I've learned in in God's kingdom I've learned several things but I've noticed that and listening to the stories and and learning how um, God's kingdom works is that he really operates God really operates from a place of abundance so as we know there is no lack in heaven and he desires for us to have our needs met and um, for us to be in complete faith and trust him for our needs 
So he wants us to not be attached to our money. So the more that we're attached to our means and the way of getting our means, then we're more attached to a spirit of mammon and not to him. And I know sometimes it's it's hard for us to do because we're focused on what we see and it's hard to focus on the unseen and really trust that, you know, he will provide a way and um, not and to really focus on being a vessel that God can use constantly and that um, he can pour into that will give back as well. So if you show God in the small things and the small things that he gives you now that you're able to not be attached to your physical um, to those to those material goods if you want material needs um, he will be able to pour into you more because he'll see that you care more about what he thinks and and pleasing him and less of your attachment to your money your cars your jewelry and um, I heard a story once of this lady that was in network marketing and she had gotten um, a really, really nice ring and it was one of the, the nicest rings that you can get in the in the company when you were at the, the highest rank. And um, when she got that ring, she obviously was really happy about it and God showed her that through time she kind of felt like, you know what, I'm, I'm too attached to this, like it, it means too much to me and... I don't want this to be um, my focus. I really want to focus on God. And, you know, sometimes there might be certain things in your life that you may have that maybe it's not jewelry, maybe it's a car, maybe it's something that you just focus way too much on the material side of it and you care a little too much about it and it takes too much room in your life and it's maybe... um, crowding your judgment and maybe you're realizing that you're just too attached to this thing and that it's hindering your relationship with God and so that'll be your decision if you want to give it away or not but in that case in this story uh, the lady felt a conviction that she was just too focused that people around her were making too much of a big deal to around this and it was just becoming too much of a material thing Um, that she didn't want to have in her life and that she wanted to she actually gave it to a really great ministry and they were able to to do a lot of great things with um, that income that came from that ring so that that was a really nice gesture because a lot of people you know work really hard to get into network marketing and become the top of the company and a lot of them it's all about you know flashing what they have and how many cars they own and how many houses they have and um, in this case, uh, this lady really did something really wonderful and, and it blessed a lot of people in, in return. And another thing I want to talk about is where you live. So um, when you live in a territory where there's a lot more lack, uh, you'll experience more of a stronger scarcity mindset. And I saw this when I, um, when I used to live in Quebec before I came to Prince Edward Island, I uh, lived in Quebec and it was a very big province where quite a few millions of people and uh, there were a lot of businesses, a lot of restaurants, a lot of opportunities, a lot of jobs. Even if we were a lot of people that were competitive for certain jobs, there were a lot of jobs or a lot of opportunities. And um, when we moved to Prince Edward Island, um, I noticed that there was a very big shift there was a very big shift in mindset here 
and um, we got a little more involved and asked some questions and the um, my husband did uh, did some speaking for the business uh, side in PI and we started finding out that a lot of the businesses that were struggling were small businesses and they were trying really hard to uh, encourage small businesses but the problem is that the people here have such a a, a big scarcity mindset and it, it kind of like does this you know um, it's like a a way of thinking that because you lack you'll spend less on your business you'll spend less on investing in yourself uh, you know there's a lot less um, value in personal development for example because personal development in their minds is something that is not really necessary because they um, would rather take the money to do something else that they you know let's say they want to focus on marketing or something like it and when you go in the United States or you go in bigger bigger provinces they'll actually entrepreneurs will actually spend a lot more money on investing in themselves and personal development because they understand that it makes a mind shift it makes your your mindset change and therefore you, you persevere more you have more grit you think differently um, and you'll develop a, a bigger growth mindset and that will flourish in your business that will actually make a difference in your business and like I was kind of laughing with Sebastian because sometimes there was something on sale and I'm telling you there was like 25 cents uh, something on sale for 25 cents and <laughs> and I remember once I wanted some cinnamon to, to bake a pie and it was um, on sale for 25 cents and they they emptied the whole rack right or you're, you're gonna go to Walmart which is a normal store but here there's only one Walmart for 10,000 people and so if there's a sale in a certain thing well you know you have to get there almost when the door opens because then it's gone and there's not going to be any more right so people live in a scarcity mindset where it's sad to say because you're like well you know if people are buying a lot more of a certain thing why aren't they producing more of that thing why aren't they buying more of that thing and it's just this mindset of you know i don't want to lose anything i don't want to lack anything and so you see that you see that in businesses you know, and yet in Quebec, you had like five Walmarts for like a really small area, honestly, like, you know, like we had too much choice. And yet there was always abundance. You never lacked pajamas. You never lacked anything. There was always a size you needed. And, you know, and yet like these Walmarts were close to each other, you know, and there could have been, you know, the quantity of people millions and millions of people there could have been more lack there in reality because of all the traffic and how many people were going in and out of these stores and yet there was more like people thought of stocking and buying more buying more because they knew people would come here it's the contrary it's like oh people might not come or they might not buy this so let's not stock this and it's really a, a i've seen a big shift and we're talking about these big department stores that should be the same everywhere right so it's a bit the same thing, you know, when, when you're in a, an environment, you might be thinking, well, I'm an, an entrepreneur and I'm in the countryside and, you know, around me, there's not a lot of people with um, a great mindset and abundance mindset. So 
that's the beauty of building your business online because there's a lot of other people around you online that you can uh, either converse with to to connect with that may have more of an abundance mindset you can be part of online masterminds now you don't have to do everything locally and you can have that mindset as well you know when you start a business to to not fall into that trap and as kingdom entrepreneurs we have to believe that if God gave you that vision to do that certain things, that God will provide for those means so that you're able to have abundance and you're able to, to have the resources that you need to, to do that thing, to do whatever it is that God has asked you to do. So I want to end with uh, a few quotes and some verses um, to, to show you uh, what the Bible says about abundance as well. So uh, John Maxwell said the quote, abundance comes to people who expect abundance and you know sometimes you you'll realize that even on your lips sometimes when you're investing or you're spending on your business you might tend to say oh well I won't spend as much as I should because you know who knows in a year or this and that like you're kind of like putting doubt you know that your business won't be thriving like how would you talk if you knew for sure that your business would be thriving, that you'd have more, you know, I don't know, a hundred more customers next year and, uh, you know, a few thousands more, or quite a few thousands more. Would you talk the same way if you had this assurance the next year that you would for sure make more and for sure have more customers? So you kind of have to have put yourself in that mindset where you always expect more and you always expect, always expect more from God, that he's going to give you more, that he's going to provide more, more customers, more business for you because um, he cares about your needs and he cares about your business and he understands, he knows that it's your, um, you know, your bread and butter for your family. So if we expect little from God, we'll get little from God. If we expect more from God and we expect more from life and um, you know, f goodness and that we're going to be blessed, then we're going to have more of that. And um, I, I love the fact that my husband, once he had heard a, a sermon, uh, a same kind of sermon on something like this, and he uh, started writing down, expect a miracle. And he uh, had typed it out on a computer and he had put it everywhere in the house on the, <laughs> on the walls in the bathroom. And at first I thought it was kind of nuts, but then when he talked to me about the whole thing, I was like, you know what, that's actually very smart because, you know, we're constantly reminded that God can do a miracle that day, that God can bless you. And sometimes we forget about that. Like we just look at what we're doing and, you know, do our little routine and everything, but we're not expecting anything from God and we should be. We should be expecting things from him and we should be expecting great things, great surprises every day, right? So it's important to live your life as if something wonderful is about to happen every day. So I encourage you to, to do the same thing, you know, to, to write expect a miracle or expect a blessing um, on your wall as well. And uh, I'll read to you this verse in John 10.10. 10, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And in the KJV, uh, King James Version, it says, have it more abundantly. So God came for us to have abundance. And he's not just talking about, 
money. He's talking about living your life abundantly. So that's in every aspect of your life, of how you think, of how you spend, how you eat, um, you know, to, to, to try to live in a, in a way that you're not always, always calculating everything to the point where, you know, everybody around you is miserable because you're either you're too frugal in a way you know it's not it's important not to overspend and and we have to be wise with our money and with our food but it's also important to live life abundantly and this reminds me of my grandmother who was raised in the time of the war um she she was very young when the war happened and uh, something like 19 years old or and um she had experienced war, she had experienced camps, all kinds of horrible things. And uh, she was uh, Lithuanian, so she was part of uh, a small place near Germany, not too far from there, Latvia. And um, so when the, the Germans uh, took over, they basically took all these little countries around and made them do what they had to do to, to make the camps survive. And uh, you provide food and work as a, a nurse and this and that so that's what she did and when she when the war was over and she came to Canada she had a lot of still that mindset where you know um, I had lived with her for a bit and I had taken care of her and I found you know dry pieces of bread um, in her uh, in different <laughs> different little uh, areas in the kitchen that she'd hide them and I would make I would do her groceries by then she was like in her 80s and I was doing the groceries for her and bringing it every week and cleaning out you know her kitchen and and taking care of her and then I'd bring her fresh bread every week and I <laughs> and I'd find these dry pieces of bread and then so I asked her I said um, why are there dry pieces of bread in these containers and she said to me, she said, oh, because, you know, back uh, when I was poor in, in the time of the war, we didn't have fresh bread. We had, you know, dry pieces of bread and we kept any scraps of bread that we could find and they dried up and that's what we ate. And she and for her, it was a reminder of the wartime, but in a way that it it wasn't like it was bittersweet like it was a, a reminder of the war but for her it was also comforting because it was something that she had lived with her sister and she held on to so you can choose to you know hold on to the scraps in your life and or you can choose to you know want the good bread and eat the good bread and it was funny because she did that and when I'd bring her some really fresh bread and I'd make her a sandwich or something, she thought it was amazing. She thought it was just, you know, wow, thank you, thank you. She was so grateful, you know. So I really think that we have to, you know, not live like people that are expecting, um, you know, not to have anything and hold on to every little bit of what we have, but to really see everything as a blessing that God gives us and to be grateful, to express that uh, gratefulness towards God and to express that towards other people, your children will also, I've noticed, I've noticed if I complain about stuff um, and have a scarcity mindset, my kids tend to catch that as well. So if I say something like, no, no, don't eat too much of that, you know, because we won't have enough for the week or this and that. If I say, if I talk like that, they tend to 
operate in a scarcity mindset as opposed to, you know, uh, living abundance and eating the way we should be eating and obviously not wasting. But if if we show that how we spend our money and how we think about the different things that we consume in our day, um, that's how our kids are going to think as well, right? And I want to read to you the this last verse, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. And you know when he says all things, he's not just talking about money. He's talking about all your needs. He's talking about all your provisions, all your resources, everything that you need to, you need to do to to do that, to do every good work. And so I hope that you were blessed by this podcast and... Um, I hope that you're going to really remember to, to check your thinking whenever you think about how you spend in your business, thinking long term, always thinking that you're going to make more, that you're going to build more, that you're going to expand God's kingdom and that every year is going to be more fruitful than the year before. So try to think in that mindset. Um, you know, one of the saddest things that I've seen recently um, in the last few years is when I talk to young entrepreneurs, a lot of them are so scared to, you know, buy a website and to to do a few things, a few equipments, to shoot a few videos. You know, there's there's a lot of things that we can do to start a business that doesn't have to cost a fortune. You don't need to have thousands and thousands of dollars. And a lot of them think that they're going to, you know, work uh, a crappy job that they're doing, put, you know, little scraps of pennies aside and and then, you know, get a little bit of money and then they're going to finally be able to do this and finally be able to do that. Um, you know, it's really important that we have this abundance mindset. And sometimes, you know, you might have to borrow from a friend. Maybe you'll um, have to pray about it so that God helps you to provide for uh, that business to start it out. But you can start doing a small business with a small website with different little things and build and grow as you go along. It doesn't have to be perfect from the beginning. A lot of people are doing podcasts just on a Libsyn, you know, website and they're using that URL to promote, you know, their podcast. Um, you know, there's very some people are just buying URLs and redirecting it to their YouTube channel so that people get to see them on on YouTube or see their Facebook page and get to know them through their videos there. There's a lot of creative ways with social media now that you can have visibility, that you don't have to spend a fortune in marketing and that you're able to start slowly and say, you know what, I'm going to start this thing. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do, what God's asked me to do. And as he inspires me, as he shows me how to grow my business, um, I'm going to always think that he's going to, you know, help me. And obviously you want to be sure that you're on track, that it's something that you know that aligns with your strengths and that God wants you to do this business when you start. But it's important to not limit yourself and to start somewhere. So many people have a scarcity mindset and are, are so scared to start because they're expecting you know, to have $5,000 to start whatever it is they want to do and they never end up starting and they look back on their lives later on and realize that they wasted a lot of time. So I hope that you won't have this mindset and I hope that you will think abundantly 
always remembering that God wants to bless you and wants you to live an abundant life. So be blessed and thrive on and don't forget to share this podcast. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Thriving on Purpose podcast. Be sure to visit thrivingonpurpose.com to access the show notes and to discover more fantastic content. Until next time, be blessed and may you thrive on purpose.